0: The so night kid goes into the garage and goes and gets the red rubber ball, which would come as standard equipment in any kind of backyard band, badminton set. Throws that in, that immediately gets impaled. So she goes to get something else to get, the, to, to get one of these things down, okay? Now there are kids from all over the neighborhood that have come into your backyard, and they're emptying out your garage throwing stuff at your tree, all right? You realize suddenly you own 18 basketballs. You've got nine footballs, okay? There's softballs flying through the air. The tree is now groaning with children and equipment, all right? Someone's turned on the hose. Badminton is a water sport. They're trying to get this thing down with a hose. And somehow, mothers from all over the neighborhood hear that badminton is being played at Mary's house. They're dropping off their kids. They know it's an all-day affair. They know it's going to involve 17 other sports. They're dropping off their kids. They're leaving skid marks, okay? you've got Colleen Clark up in the tree trying to get down a Spongebob Squarepants beach ball with a hockey stick, okay? There's pool sticks flying through the air like javelins, and you hear yourself saying somebody's going to poke an eye out. It just never ends. It's a what? Everything is going on, right? Then you see Christopher Burr, and it's always Christopher Burr, he takes a rollerblade throws it up at the tree, hits your car, you got a dent in your Jeep. You realize you better get your Jeep out of the way, and you also realize that for the first time in seven years, you can actually pull your car into the garage because there's no sporting equipment there anymore. Not even the inflatable raft that hasn't seen action since the baby duck rescue of 1997. You pull your car into the garage, and as you do, your other kid is coming out, he's on the phone with R.T. Murphy, he sizes up the situation and says, Hey, come on over. We're playing badminton. That is a sport that I know, and that's probably a sport that you know as well. Olympic badminton is coming back after this.
1: I have no idea what I just listened to. I have a couple questions. One, About was that, that a yeah. man or was that a man or a woman? That was definitely a woman. I have flipped back and forth. Yeah, definitely two, a woman. Two and, and it made sense at the very end, but the entire time I was wondering why the fuck she was sitting in front of, of uh, Athens.
2: Oh, there, there's a... Um, I didn't like realize it was Olympic. video that, that um, we didn't play here. Well, yeah, she was the Olympic commentator, um, the like host for the Athens Olympics, and she just went on this wild rant about badminton being played in her yard, and it's incredible. Every time I watch the Olympics, that's the first thing that comes to mind. The greatest yeah, she- Olympic commentating of all time.
1: She was sitting in front of uh, what's the famous building?
2: The, the Acropolis?
1: Yeah, the Acropolis. Right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, was, I was focused on the back. Also, who the fuck is Chris Burr?
2: Chris Burr knows RT Murphy? Always
1: Chris. It's always Chris Burr.
2: <laughs> I, I said, I'm on the phone with RT Murphy and they know so they're playing that always Chris Burr. House.
1: <laughs> and how much did Jeep pay her?
2: Oh, who knows? Boy, well, it got boy, dented. Boy. It's not a good
1: car. Yeah. All right, on that shitty note, welcome into the second episode of Kickers Ruin Everything. I don't think we said the name last week. Kickers, Kickers Ruin Everything. everything. Yeah, well, it's, it's the best name. Of 2021, we have a fire draft special. And when I say fire, I don't mean in the good way. I mean, we're going to give you our dumpster fire takes and shit on all of your drafts. Every one of them. By, by this is fire, I mean it's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> like every week is a dumpster fire.
2: Uh, when it comes to this podcast, it
1: <clears throat> Some key highlight. Uh, how do you think the draft went? Let's talk about some key highlights of the draft, other than other than me freaking out to my brother on the phone and you all hearing me.
2: That was a highlight of the draft for sure. Yes, definitely um, a highlight. There, there seemed like there was a little bit more scheming than there Hunter's was in crotch. drafts past. Hunter's crotch made an appearance. Thank you yes. for that, Hunter. For Hunter, Hunter.
1: Hunter at the Eagles game, incorrectly telling us what just happened at the Eagles game.
2: He wasn't paying. He was focused on the draft. <laughs> he had his priorities straight. He was focused on the draft. I, I get it. I get he drafted
1: it. too well for him to
2: have been focused on the draft. Or, or maybe he just doesn't understand the difference between a field goal and a touchdown, and maybe that's going to work to everyone else's advantage this year. It's true. Kickers ruin everything.
1: What do you mean by everyone was scheming more? Cause like- I,
2: I noticed that when we got to like the mid to late rounds, every, everyone got real quiet and was just kind of like waiting on the pick. Like they had it lined up and everyone was waiting on the. No one wanted yeah. to spoil it and talk about like, oh, the quarterbacks are coming soon or running back they were, like, I, I know personally, I was worried that if I said something, it would like make someone else do it first and take the pick. And I feel like we've been more talkative in person because uh, you, you spend more time keeping track of players. Yeah. Um rather than just having it all laid out for you and like really you can yeah. scheme out your picks.
1: Because I was at the turn, I uh I started muting myself like four picks before and turning off the camera so that I like would make myself focus on like what was going on because a lot of times I stop paying attention and I'm like, oh shit, it's my pick. That was the thing with the keepers too. Yeah, the way that Yahoo laid it out, it was not clear that Zuper yeah, yeah. was actually the next pick. I totally was and Yahoo does that every fucking year. I totally was freaking out over who I would take in, in the third round, and then it skipped over me and got very confused and thought I auto drafted somebody. Oh, and I think a lot I think that yeah, I think a lot of people that happen to. Uh hopefully next year we can do a live draft again. Fuck I definitely
2: I definitely prefer the live draft. I, I don't know, like prefer like it's the live it's, draft. Well, no. Even as opposed to using Yahoo as a platform during a live draft, I kind of, I kind of I, was saying before. I, I the like the stri- having to keep track of the players and the strategy more involved. On what's yes. happening.
1: and the strategy involved, and everybody having their own list to choose from. Like, there's definitely people who like somebody wouldn't take, but all of a sudden they're at like they're in Yahoo's top 15 remaining, and they're on the screen. You know, like that could that could be avoided. Oh,
2: there's a lot of just drafting thing. down the line, totally.
1: Right. And and gets, how, how I guess I feel you like right
2: staring in your face, staring in the face. Right. Like
1: and but when everybody's printing out different player rankings and going through different player rankings it changes pretty dramatically, especially towards those middle to late rounds. Um yeah, oh yeah so once I'm you pass like
2: the third round it, it really is a toss up.
1: Yeah. I mean, my parents I believe are expanding their beach house, so if that's done maybe we can do a more comfortable beach house draft. If not, you know, we, we can figure almost out. Almost
2: everyone in a bed. I think like one. That, that place sleeps that eighteen. Track.
1: It doesn't sleep eighteen comfortably, but it sleeps eighteen.
2: Have you slept eighteen people in there before? Whatever that whatever we had that weekend was the most. That was that was a lot of people. Yeah. That was probably I mean it was probably eight people. F- Fifteen.
1: Eight people plus my family, right?
2: Yeah. And my cousin.
1: My cousin was there too. Oh, we lost yeah, your camera. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um we don't need the camera for a podcast.
1: No, it's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Cause yeah, it was all of us, almost the whole league. And then yeah, a couple of your families, yeah, probably like 14 people. Yeah.
1: So hopefully COVID goes away and we can, we can do a live draft. But for now we're going to talk about this year's draft uh, and we're going hi- to, we're going to go through everyone's teams and highlight one or two things from each person's draft that we liked or didn't like. And then we're going to pick our favorite drafts and our least favorite drafts and then our least favorite picks, right?
2: Yeah, and then our just least favorite overall pick.
1: Yes, least yeah, yeah. Like the worst like the you're an idiot for taking this guy at this spot pick.
2: Yes, absolutely. The I
1: DJ fly of the draft. draft.
2: Okay. And then we're going to do predictions for who's going yeah, to yeah, who's going to come in last.
1: Yeah, real quick based off of or maybe maybe not like full-fledged prediction, maybe we save that for week 1, but we can certainly talk about who's going to be like competing for playoff spots and who's going to be competing for the punishment. Yeah, okay. We can do that. So we'll go we'll go in order here, starting with Kelsey Dagger, Kevin, um, who had the first overall pick and unsurprisingly took Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey was a no-brainer, obviously. Uh, I, I, you I mentioned was not the worry of
2: that, yeah? Because you, yeah, you he's mentioned anti-vax. the anti-vax worry, anti-vax, and also I think he's more injury-prone now. But based Kevin, on what we saw last season
1: but Kevin was smart enough to grab his handcuff and Chuba Hubbard in the 12th round, who I think is going to be a very good handcuff. I think he's really good. Um, I, I think that, I,
2: I think the talent gap between McCaffrey and cook isn't large enough to warrant the unpredictability.
1: Uh, I think it's interesting. He had, he doubled down on the Cardinals running backs early with, with Edmonds and Connor. I don't know that that's a backfield I would love to be invested in. Um, but again, he's got Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, he's, he's got a stud running back. He's a little thinner running back. That's my one that's, he's got a a really good receiver options. I think he's got a lot of points on the bench and in the starting lineup at receiver. And I'm completely missing Miles Gaskin, but still like, even after McCaffrey and Gaskin, who I think is good, like uh, there's not much there.
2: He's also got two receivers on the Ravens. So that's interesting that one of them's hurt. Uh, even still. Um, it's interesting that he drafted it that way. All right.
1: Yeah. I, I actually think Marquise Brown is very good value in the 10th round. Uh, I think, I think this could be the year he breaks out. And I think he's like, at, at that point, you're just throwing darts looking for somebody who can be a real talent. And he's definitely, he's definitely talented. And if Lamar gets better, I think he, uh, I think he can have a big year. So, I like, I like Kevin's team as usual. It's very well-rounded. I'd be a little worried about the running back depth, but he did a good job grabbing at McCaffrey's handcuff and, you know, at least locking down the Arizona running backs. Agreed. Moving on to me. I guess you can lead this one. Uh, The Hertz locker. Yeah. So
2: uh, first pick of their draft was Dalvin cook, which I already said, I, I support that should have been number one overall in the draft uh Allen robinson has just been crushing it and continues to do so i think that's a great pick as the first receiver um julio i think you draft pretty much every year and has always been (laughs) solid um two denver running backs so locking down that back you have no idea who
1: javante williams is so it's okay you can skip him
2: well you got two running backs from denver it's all you need i know mg3 is yeah um I, i will comment on jalen hurts and dak prescott i think that's gonna be um, the make or break of your season is about how those two quarterbacks perform, if at all.
1: Well, so my thought process was Dak might be injured. Well, first off, the fact that Dak fell to the eleventh round is kind of insane. Like I know he's hurt, but when Dak was healthy, he was a top five QB in, in the league.
2: Did the results of his MRI come out? Did they have they said? Yeah, he's fine. Okay. he's fine.
1: He's um, fine. And like, yeah, he might start a little slow, but like, my my thought was. Jalen hurts starts week one against a bad Falcons defense. And, you know, I, I'm hoping I can trade one of them, obviously. And yes, I do end up with Julio. I did not draft Julio last year. I traded for Julio, which might be worse. I ended up on your team still. Uh, I do. I do love me some Julio. I wasn't going to, again, I wasn't going to take, I actually, funny enough, I was going to take him at two. And I decided last second to take Allen Robinson instead and ended up getting Julio at four. I think so that, I mean, that's, that's
2: better. Allen Robinson has a, had a higher draft stock in this league for sure.
1: I, uh, I don't know. I'm a little worried about my receivers. I think if Devontae Smith breaks out, then I'll be okay. Um, my running backs should be good. I have Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, and I expect one of Javante Williams and Michael Carter to be good. So, again, I don't think I I don't think I like hit any real home runs other than Dalvin Cook, but like which is an obvious one. But I think well rounded. I agree with that. Uh, moving on to Ridley, me this who is Shahar, I believe. Uh yeah. Shahar uh probably the first pick in the draft that like there's some real question behind like who you could take a couple different people here. I don't have a problem with Derrick Henry. There are other ways you could have went, but again Derrick Henry was such a beast last year and you know. My only fear with that is Art Smith leaving how how much does the offense change? Um love Terry McLaurin. Uh love him late second. Like DJ Moore early third, I think I don't remember if that was a keeper or not, but that's two good receivers, two very no, blue that, that receivers. A, that was a pick.
2: Though. I think this team actually has has a really good receiving core with Justin, yeah. Justin Jefferson at keeper also. Um, yeah. On top of just that second and third round picks, I, I, yeah. I think this is probably the team to beat when it comes to receivers.
1: Now, he went he went very similar to last year. I think we, we said this last year where Shahar had no running backs. Uh, he has Henry this year, but after Henry, it's Trey Sermon and Raheem Mostert. Who the hell knows who's going to win that job? Trey Sermon has not looked so good in preseason, Um, but obviously preseason doesn't really matter, and Raheem Mostert can't stay healthy. He has A.J. Dillon, so if...
3: Did we lose him?
2: Yeah, I didn't know if it was me or not. Oh. 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 He was on a roll and everything.
3: Something about AJ Dillon and something about AJ
2: Dillon. He got drafted before Jarvis Landry. You know. And
3: stuff. Then I, I guess the pick behind AJ Dillon is if uh, I mean he's still gonna get eight to ten touches a game. And then if uh what's his face goes down.
0: Here.
1: Did you hear me? Right hey, the
0: there
3: you are. And he's gone again.
2: Oh, so close! This is not a good start to our season. So close. Oh man, get a better laptop.
3: This is not a good start to the season. Uh. Okay. Uh, I don't know if he has anything else to say about uh, Shahar's team, but it, it is it it's, it's a I like his team a lot. I mean, he he kept Kyler Murray and Justin Jefferson, both of which have very high ceilings this year. Um, so I, I, I think that all around John is, is a very, uh, it's a very good team and you could always find another, like the San Francisco run game. It it could, it could work. It could work. One of them could work.
2: I I think that Trey Lance is going to be top keeper next year. Um, I do. That was a good 13th round pick. And I don't think that he's going to see enough time this year, but I think that next year he will. And that'll be a great twelfth round pick.
3: And he's also got T. Higgins as well. I mean, he's got some firepower, and he's definitely got some trade bait if you wanted to dangle it in front of someone who needs a receiver. Um, oh, definitely.
2: I don't know what he would trade for.
3: I mean, he would. He would need a. He would need like an every week RB two to really make his team, you know, excellent.
2: I would maybe uh, upgrade upgrade tight end. I don't know that. Tight ends that are Trump so in. hard.
3: Tight ends are so hard. Like there's such a drop off, and we'll get into it. But there's such a drop off with tight ends that it's it's a guessing game after you get past like the first three or four.
2: Yeah, he might be able to take one of those higher powered receivers and trade for one of those consistent tight ends, though. And that might I be have a, one for a, good, sale. a good thing to uh, you have two for sale. I, I well, I'm not going to. Well, you both. you have yeah, you have two, yeah. I guess <laughs> one of the top um, is for sale.
3: Uh, who do you have next on your on your board? As I. Oh, we got DK
2: Metcalf. Are you just going to guest host here? That's fine. Yeah. Um, You you can talk to
3: yourself if you like.
2: uh, No one wants to hear a podcast when it's just me. Um, DK Metcalf strains is who I have next on the board here. First pick was Alvin Kamara. Uh, I think that's a solid pick. Uh, Josh Jacobs next. Two strong running backs to go. Um, Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, good wide receivers. Um, uh, You're just naming
1: each pick in a row. That's not analysis.
3: So, so here's the analysis. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I've am i now jumped in and I'll give you my last two cents and I'll get out of here. Uh, Deontay Johnson is a stud. And I think people forget how many like targets he actually gets a game. He's a target machine and in our league. I think that he was one of the ones that I really, really wanted this year. And I didn't get uh, of where dra- uh, the draft was. Um, so I love Deontay Johnson this year. I'm very high on him. I think he's going to be an absolute machine. Um, I don't like Josh Jacobs. I don't. I don't like anything out of Las Vegas right now. So,
2: I am. Um, I'm worried about Big Ben this year, getting old and not being able to perform like he has in the past. And I think that that is gonna um, lose a lot of value for Pittsburgh receivers that aren't in the um, five to fifteen yard catch range. As regular. Well, that's where DeAndre Johnson is. Is Claypool not on this? Claypool is on a different team. That US would be Captain. why. I'm... Claypool He's was kept Hunter. by Hunter. Hunter. That's what I'm getting yeah. confused with.
1: Yeah, my my worry with Deontay would just be that that Claypool breaks out and becomes elite. But again, Deontay is always gonna be a lot of get a lot of targets. He's got to fix the drop problem. But like I, I I think that's decent value. I mean, I might have taken the risk on like a Brandon Iuuk instead, uh, but I have no problem with that pick. Um, I like I like uh, I like DJ Chark taking a shot at. I don't like DJ Shark, actually, funny enough. Uh, I like taking a shot on Tevin Coleman super late because Tevin could very easily start the season as the starter on the Jets and just not give it back. Um, so I think that's a, a pretty – that's like a, the, a good, safe late pick. I don't like taking Leonard Fournette at all because I have no idea what the hell is going on with that Tampa running backs. Uh, that especially feels a little early. Um, but overall, I think a good team – no, I'm hyped on the, real... the
2: Jacksonville quarterback situation.
1: You like Trevor Lawrence? You don't know anything do about
2: Trevor Lawrence. I think about Trevor Lawrence. He's a rookie quarterback coming in, and I think he's going to be hot.
1: Okay. Um, next is Three is a Crowder, who I don't know. Who is that? Oh, that's me. Oh, ha. Huh. All right. So Three is a Crowder takes Ezek- Ezekiel Elliott with the first pick. Uh, I like Ezekiel Elliott as a pick there. I think some people might hesitate. I feel like that was the right pick. He is reportedly, you know, in really good shape uh, and paired with his keeper, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's got a really good or potentially great one, too. I'm a little up in the air about Jonathan Taylor just because Hines is not going to go away. Um, But I think Taylor is is a good running back. I don't like Mike Evans at all. I think Mike Evans is is not a good receiver. Um, I'm not uh, that happy about that pick. Yeah. But like, and I feel like that's one of those things where it came to you at the third round and was like, I feel like you just have to take him. Um, I love Ayuke. love Damian Harris, Harris, two players who I don't think are talked about enough. Damian Harris the starting running back of, you know, the, the Patriots and he doesn't have any real competition this year. Uh, and you know, unlike most pa- past years where there's just like a five, four or five running backs, I really think it's just Damien's a, a really good potential to have stolen a, a, a late, you know, RB1. Um, yeah, I mean, you kept, kept Mark Andrews. I love the the Darnell Mooney pick at 10. I, I think Darnell Mooney is going to have a good year. I think he's got a big upside. I have a feeling that Justin Fields, when he takes over, is going to have a, a connection with him because he's got a big arm. Uh, and your QBs are awful.
2: QBs are terrible. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. in the market for somebody. My, Daniel my Jones strategy... and Tungle Vailoa. <laughs> Yeah, my strategy for quarterback drafting didn't really pan out. I was hoping to get a steal on... Did Trevor you have Richardson. a strategy? Yeah, I was trying to get a, a steal on a late pick with Trevor Lawrence, and Shanfell picked him up the round that I was going to nab him. I waited too long, and I made a mistake, so I got stuck with Daniel Jones. I thought that yeah, just having him on the team was going to be enough, but I didn't end up getting him, so now I'm, I'm tossing between Tua and Daniel Jones, and that's both where Were there better QBs on the board than both of those guys left?
1: Probably, uh, uh, Baker, no, not really. Baker, maybe? No, yeah, I I guess not. Not really. I mean, I guess Tua late, like Tua could break out. I'm, I'm more okay with the Tua pick than the Danny Jones, the Danny Dimes pick.
2: You Uh, never know. I, I, you, you don't know with with Tua. He could have a good year this year. Um, Yeah. So that that could end up. He could end up being the starter actually very quickly over Daniel Jones. But I'm pretty upset that I didn't get that Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah. Uh, you won't be, don't worry. Uh, I am Ted J. Chark takes Nick Chubb, who I love. I love Nick Chubb. Uh, you could probably could have made the argument for Saquon or Aaron Jones or even Devante Adams here. And this is honestly the range where I would start looking Travis Kelsey. Uh, I have no problem with taking Nick Chubb because I love him, but might have been a little early. Um, just because he has to deal with Kareem Hunt and none of the other guys that I named has to deal with anybody like of that caliber competing with them. You're saying
2: you would have you would have taken Travis Kelsey at this pick right here?
1: I would have considered it. Yeah. Wow. Just knowing that Kittle and Waller were both kept, like Kelsey, it was Kelsey or nobody this year in the draft. I mean, you could argue Pitts, but Pitts is still a rookie. Like rookie receivers tend to struggle. So, why would um, I
3: take a third tight end there?
1: good point they were both kept <laughs> by you sorry
3: you could have had the monopoly
1: i forgot i forgot that he kept it that would have been really funny actually
2: <laughs> it okay. wouldn't have
1: been a terrible sh- that's
2: i would support having three tight ends if okay that if they were the top funny. three tight ends
1: yeah all right that's funny but if it wasn't Dylan's team here like this is travis kelsey range i have no problem i, I with see what job. you're
2: saying with how, how all the other top top with yeah. mark andrews too really three out of the top four were yeah. off the board from the start yeah.
1: mark andrews isn't in that conversation anymore but i get what you're saying I know you just want to hype up your guy.
2: I think he's <laughs> up there as fourth.
1: He's like a he's, he's like a three. big step. He's he's below. He's right behind them, but he's like a big right behind them. Like but there's
2: the, there's a step between him and the next level too. Yeah, I mean Pitts we, is probably higher.
1: Yeah, whatever. Um, after Chubb, he takes Chris Carson, Robert Woods, and Travis Etienne at number four, which is interesting because I believe Etienne went before James Robinson. Um I'm not sure the what Robinson the hell the situation was get Rob get was kept. Right, but he was kept in the 7th, right? I couldn't get him. So how would I have No, I understand. Get get What's back that? in your get back in your no, cave.
2: James Robinson was uh a 6th round pick.
1: Get back in your cave.
2: James Robinson Was he kept was though? Guy. I don't remember. No, he wasn't kept. He he was Yeah. Picked.
1: So he got picked two early two rounds earlier than James Robinson. Um,
2: someone believes who is this? Dylan. This. Dylan? I just. Dylan Dylan. The I just rookie. don't know. I
1: don't look. I don't know. I just. I, there's not enough definite. Like it's really. It'd be really hard for me to pick the guy come to steal the job in that situation. I don't know that he's necessarily wrong. Just saying. I, it's. It's. There are uh, other know, running I, I
2: backs. I mean like that like with, with Damian with Harris Taylor still.
1: Damien, you picked you picked Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor program. is a different situation. Everybody knew, everybody thought Jonathan Taylor was going to be the guy in India. I don't know that people think that in Jacksonville. I, I think people don't know what's going to be ETN. It's a different situation.
2: Jacksonville is a pretty young team right now. And okay, and James Robinson,
1: James Robinson yeah. was a UDFA last year. You're you're talking like he's thirty. No,
2: no, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about. I'm agreeing with you about ETN.
1: Yeah, like I just like, and they're they're lining him up at slot receiver. Like I don't think they even know what they're gonna do with him. So I think that was a risky pick. It could pay off though. Um, obviously kept both tight ends, so premium on the tight end. He could easily start both of those guys every week, um, or trade one of them for for really good value considering there's no other tight ends out there. I like the Terrace Marshall pick late. Uh, I think he is behind two guys who are pretty in, who are not. Overly injury prone, but fairly injury prone in, in Robbie and DJ Moore. Uh, and I think he was underrated in college. Uh, having Baker as your quarterback, though, is kind of a big.
2: No, he's got Tom Brady. Else.
1: Oh, where? He's got Tom Brady two rounds. Dude, my eyes are. In my, okay, yeah. All right. Having Tom no, Brady he, is he, good. he's Tom already in Tom the 10th. Tenth... Yeah, <laughs> Tom sorry, Brady guys. is good, well are... I have been staring at a computer since 6 a.m. this morning, so my eyes are a little fucked. Uh, Tom Brady is good value in the 10th round. Oh, change my stance. I wouldn't even have taken Baker, but that's whatever. Um, and then I like taking the shot at Corey and Corey Davis in the 11th round. I mean, he's the wide receiver one of the Jets. So, I mean, worse comes to worse, you wasted an 11th round pick, but maybe Zach know, Wilson has chemistry. Isn't yeah, maybe maybe Zach Wilson has chemistry with him, and and Corey Davis clearly has talent. So, Alright, on to the football team. Taking Saquon Barkley and Miles Sanders, getting the Penn State duo back together. Uh, Saquon has a big question mark of injury, but other than that, if he's Saquon, he's Saquon and he's a steal even at seventh overall. Miles Sanders is interesting because probably going to be in a committee, but I think he is going to be great this year, personally. Uh, he had kept up oh, two of the best wide receivers in the entire draft. So like honestly after after he got Saquon and Sanders, it was pretty much just coasting from there with he had AJ Brown and C D Lamb to Kamari Cooper like that. If Amari doesn't get healthy, like he's got CD. If C D gets hurt, he's got Amari. Uh it took TJ Hawkinson a little early for me, but again without I, all I
2: think end. so too. The the tight ends the tight and end. where they landed in this draft are just crazy how early some of them were drafted. And and I guess yeah. you have to keep thinking about in the context of how all of them were off the board. But it just seems so wrong that you're getting all these tight ends drafted in like the, the third and fourth round.
1: Yeah. Uh some of the later picks. I like the K J Hamler pick in the fifteenth could easily be that uh, – uh, did I lose him? Well, this is going great. <laughs> this one wasn't me, for the record. This was not me. Uh,
2: no, that was totally me. All right. KJ um, uh, Hamler has been – 15th... hyped up, but kind of disappointing.
1: Right, but a, a again, he's so – But it's, it's the 15th pick. so like, It's a whatever. second year, so, I mean, how could it have been a couple times over? Could have been he's, once. He,
2: no, he's he moved teams. He moved teams. We would hype him up and get he would get scooped up from the waivers and then dropped.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that happened two
2: or three times last season.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean it's not too much to talk about honestly with this draft because the team was pretty much set. Uh, he's got I mean yeah. he because of that he was able to take Lamar early and like Lamar's like if Lamar goes back to even close to what he was like, look this team this team is is really fucking good. Uh on to Amon Ronald St. Brown. Uh named after Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, takes Aaron Jones in the first round, Calvin Ridley in the second, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen. So three and four were both like much uh more volume guys, not real like not real like huge well, I guess Keenan had a big year, but they're they're more like possession guys. I love Calvin Ridley this year, and I like Aaron Jones. Um Daryl Henderson was a smart keeper for him. I don't really, li- I don't really love the Noah Fant pick, but again, we're talking tight ends is so weird this year. And then after the seventh round, I mean, I, just, I, I hate,
2: I hate the Cole Beasley pick. If awful. there's one person that's gonna get himself kicked out of the NFL, it's Cole Beasley.
1: Yeah, especially because his teammate was in the hospital, like because yeah. of and almost died. But I mean, I'm fine with taking Jalen Jalen Waddle, and I'm on St. Brown and Kenny Gamewell. Like that's fine. But he's got no real depth because he took so many shots. Like,
2: he went very receiver like
1: Aaron Jones is your running back, Daryl Henderson is your running back. And one of those guys gets hurt, you got nobody. You have a backup in Tony Pollard and you have a backup in Kenny Gainwell. So you have like, you've nobody.
2: Yeah, it might be worth looking at a trade for one of those receivers for someone to fill out the bench
1: at running back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to the CowSuit camp sex, who is Chad uh, Tyreek Hill, Who I would have bet a million dollars. Chad was going to take at this pick. Uh, still love the pick. Uh, he probably should have taken Devonte Adams because he was still on the board. But whatever. Chad likes those guys. Uh, David Montgomery is a solid. I think David Montgomery is is underrated. Um, but I think that he's not like a. He's not going to be like a true like. Week winner every week, but he'll win you a couple weeks if that makes sense. Same with Tyler Lockett. Like Tyler Lockett's gonna have like a thirty-point game, and then he's gonna have a three-point game. Yeah. Um, Kareem Hunt if, as the, in the fourth round. I, I mean, he's still a backup running back, but he puts up numbers. So like, I, I can't really. I hate this. I hate Kareem Hunt. Like he just takes away. He's a horrible person. And he takes away from Nick Chubb's greatness. Uh, this we get is to more th-
2: hyping up, Nick Chubb. <laughs> yeah,
1: we get to the fifth round, and we have Robert Tanyan, who I I. I'm pretty confident. Chad was looking at his team and was like, "Oh, I don't have a tight end. Oh, I know who Robert Tunyon is. I should take him." Like Robert Tunyon is not somebody that should have been drafted anywhere near this high. Um, no, and then he went and took Gronk in the twelfth round too. That's I, that's a better pick. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like how that's is a he a decent pick?
2: For the twelfth round, and then you didn't pick him on a, I, yeah. yeah, that's well, Howard comes so back much in here. Um,
1: but yeah, I'm in. Mean, after he takes Stafford and the sticks, Tyler Boyd, I actually really like. I think Tyler Boyd's going to get a lot of catches, but then it's just kind of like... I mean, Darryl, is Daryl Williams even the backup? I don't even know. I don't think so. Maybe, I guess. Who the hell knows? I guess it doesn't uh, matter if you 16th pick, but whatever. But you know, We got more Jacksonville
2: receivers coming in. Marvin Jones on this one. I'm real hyped on yeah. that. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. You seem to really like... Isn't this like the third year in a row you've like hyped up Jacksonville? You should probably find a team that isn't awful...
2: They're they're on the come up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think there's good Is that park well
1: behind you? All right.
2: What that lighthouse? Oh, it's a lighthouse. Yeah, it's a lighthouse. No, I don't know what that is. All
1: right, sorry, I got distracted. A D D moment. Yeah, you're picking the wrong team. Jacksonville sucks and haven't been good for a while. Lock it up. Uh, Drafting from the Eagles game takes Travis Kelsey with the first pick here. Uh, which I love because, like we said, no other tight ends. And you're talking 10th pick. If you're picking between Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams, like I don't think you can really go wrong with either. I'd probably have taken Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams is the wide receiver one. Uh, and we're going to get angry angry, uh, angry Aaron this year. But Travis Kelsey is so fucking good. Like, uh, But then he doubles down with Clyde. And I have a problem with I- Clyde.
2: You have a problem with Go. that one. I thought that was a good pick for the second round. No,
1: I have a problem with Clyde. I don't think Clyde has it, man. I don't know. He, he, I watched him get stuffed on the, stuffed on the goal line so many times last year. And Andy hates that. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe put a little weight on or put a little strength on in, in his lower body and can push just a little bit. But man, he, for a small guy, he cannot find the hole. And he obviously, because he's small, can't move the pile. So I have a problem with him. I, I uh, never thought then, that
2: he was brought in to be like a goal line back.
1: Well, I, I always thought that, but he's he being drafted in. like he's being drafted like he's in every he's in every down dra- back like that's like what that's what you're taking there, like taking him. I mean, he went after Mixon, right? He went to Mixon, uh, I mean, like, how many
2: how many quality running backs were still left? I would have taken Sanders Carson. I would have taken
1: Gaskin. I would have taken. Josh Jacobs was still on
2: the board. Carson was on the board. Well, Josh yeah, Jacobs was probably
1: in the same situation. I mean, look, he's got he could have he could have been right, but you know, whatever. I'm just giving we'll my opinion on Clyde.
2: He was a first uh, rounder last year, so he's yeah. dropped
1: since then. Great keepers in Antonio Gibson and Chase Claypool. Uh, I don't really love the Debo Samuel pick. I have a feeling Debo's going to be going to be uh, long forgotten this year uh, behind IUK. And then I really, really like the Henry Ruggs pick in the 12th round. Uh, I think Ruggs is this is Ruggs' year. He's got no other real receivers like to compete with. Uh, I hate the Boston Scott pick because I don't think Boston Scott's even, I mean, he might make the team, but he's going to be like the fourth running back. Um, I mean, that's really, it. I mean, it's a, a good draft. I just, you know,
2: I, I like this draft overall. Yeah. I, I think, I think the team is well-rounded enough. I think there's a, a enough top talent that this is a lot of low, a lot of high too.
1: floor guys, which is good.
2: That's that's, those are the teams that win every week. Yeah. Our, yeah. Ones with high floors, the boomer Bust yeah. teams. They're um, certainly the teams that, that make the, make the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Yes. All right. Uh, moving on to the cheesehead, who I think is Will, taking Devontae yeah. Adams uh, first, so getting the potential wide receiver one at pick eleven, which is nuts. Mixed in at two, which I like. Kyle Pitts at three. Uh, I, I, this
2: is where I, I I don't know that I like the tight ends going here's so the thing early, with Kyle like Pitts is too early.
1: I'm assuming what I assume happened was Will was worried that shanefeld would take him in the next two picks uh because right if i'm doing this right it would have went yeah he's assuming shanefeld would have taken him in the next two picks which is very possible uh, except for he'd forgot that shanefeld didn't have the keepers right pick. then so he should have waited and yeah. taken mike davis and had kyle pitts in the fourth not a huge difference there but like then you could keep kyle pitts in the third but again that's that's just like over, overall strategy other than that like if we're talking like If you really, really, really think Kyle Pitts is the next Travis Kelsey, that's good, amazing value. But rookie tight ends almost never work out the way everyone expects them to. There is no position in football. Right. There's no position in football that takes longer to develop because of the change from college to NFL. College, he was just used as a receiver. In the NFL, he's going to have to be a tight end. Mm. Like calling him a tight end in college was just because he was big.
2: He's yeah a big receiver that plays close to the line,
1: so I like Kyle Pitts a lot. I think Kyle Pitts is well, actually, really, I actually don't think I actually don't like Kyle Pitts as much as everybody else. I like the aggressiveness of the pick. I think he should have you know swapped it, and because if he's taken him in the fourth round, we're probably like, oh, that's a good value.
2: That's yeah. when the tight end started to move is right, right. after that one happened there. Right. and I, I think that yeah. if he didn't make that pick, the whole thing would have waited another round,
1: yeah, love taking Gus Edwards. So that he can back up J.K. Dobbins, I think between the two of them, there I, we don't we might be looking at a Chubb Hunt situation where you can start both of them. Obviously, not to the same level, but um,
3: what do you think about uh, J.K. Dobbins, Schneider?
1: What do I think? I think we all know
2: what I think about J.K. Dobbins. The man's a literal piece of trash that can't hold onto a football for his life. Take him off the field.
1: Mm, except for when he's running in touchdowns. Ah, it's never um, happened before. Uh, took,
2: Nicole Hardman. Michael Hartman round this year for some reason. Yes.
1: Michael Pittman in the ninth round is good. He could very easily be the wide the wide receiver one of that team. T.Y. Hilton is old and slowing down. So I really like that pick. Um, I'd be a little worried. I mean, here's the thing. He had Aaron Rodgers. So like, I don't know why he's taking Joe Burrow. I'm assuming just to like, just to like trade him. Cause like Joe Burrow coming off an injury, you have Aaron Rodgers. You don't need to waste a spot on him. And I really like taking Cam Akers. I like. Let me put. It, I like the thought behind taking Cam Akers, but if you look at what Achilles injuries do to running backs, it is a very, very sad list. Like, none of them come back. Like, I, I think you. If you go back the last twenty years of running backs who had Achilles injuries, like none of them came back and had any sort of a, a good career afterwards. So I, I think Akers is done. But I like the thought process here. You, you can potentially get him in the twelfth round. But I think his career's over. Sadly. It's a
2: shame.
1: Yeah. Hooked Joe on Stefanics.
2: All right. We'll, we'll get into that. Najee Harris at the top pick. Wait. Um, that's You want to go? Yeah. Oh, I can. Yeah. We Dang. talked about it a little bit already, Dang. but the draft strategy of Najee Harris, the top one or at the first round pick, is just terrible because he is the turn right there. Um, Najee Harris is clearly the one you would want to keep over DeAndre Hopkins if it pans out for him this year. Uh, so I think that that was a bad move. Keepers at the third and fourth round. I talked about this a little bit last week. Um, before the draft happened. I don't care for having so many keepers stacked so top to the top of the draft board. I think that you lose your flexibility based on how the draft is going uh, to be able to pivot when there's still talent on the board. Um, Russell Wilson. Well, well,
1: One thing. While I don't disagree with that strategy, you're not going to not keep Austin Eckler and Stefan Diggs on the third and fourth round because you want more flexibility. That's just dumb. Austin Eckler and Stefan Diggs are both late first, early second rounders. And you, got them two, you got them in the third and fourth round. Go through the list of who was taken in the third and fourth round and tell me which players you would rather have over those two players that are not other keepers.
2: I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I just think it's unfortunate yeah. that they, they stacked will, up in his draft the way that they did.
1: I will wholeheartedly agree with you that Shane sitting, knowing he had the 12th pick for a week, looked at the board and saw Najee and DeAndre Hopkins, because he definitely knew, and his thought was, I'm going to take Najee at twelve which we we could very easily be sitting here saying Najee Harris is a top three running back this year, next year, and he could have had him at whatever fucking pick he had in the first round, even just the option. And now he's got DeAndre Hopkins, which I think we're going to be talking about DeAndre Hopkins no longer in conversation for top five wide receiver. I still like, I don't have a, like, I have no problem with him taking DeAndre Hopkins there. It's just a matter of you should have strategized better and taken Hopkins and then Najee.
2: Yes, totally agree. Yeah.
1: Um, other than that, I hate Russell Wilson. He's a piece of shit. Uh, takes James Robinson two rounds after ETN. I like that pick um, because I think the value is good there. I think James Robinson is going to be the starting running back for at least the beginning of the year. Like, there's no way. like ETN can't pass block, which is a huge deal for rookie QBs. Uh, and James Robinson with an extra year, like he, he clearly could do it last year and just the extra year. Like, I have a feeling ETN's not going to win that job. So I really like that pick. Um, I like Dallas Goddard. I think Dallas Goddard's going to have a big year. Will Fuller, once he comes back from his suspension, is just an exciting player to own. He's a frustrating but exciting player to own. Um, he's, always,
2: he's always been big plays. Yeah. I hate
1: Trevor Lawrence, but he's got Russell Wilson, so it doesn't matter who I also hate, but whatever. I hate Russell Wilson for personal as a person, not as a QB. Um, I think
2: that, that Trevor Lawrence pick was too early.
1: And then we talk about possibly the the most interesting pick in the entire draft, which was Michael Thomas in the 12th. If Michael Thomas comes back and returns the form, it's like far and away the steal of the draft. He's got him for two years. I a a huge if. Like the words, there's not a big enough font to say how big of an if that is. He's got injury issues now. He's got no debris. Uh He's got his issues with the team. And yes, it sounds like things are improving, but you know, it could just be his agent saying like, you need to put a smile on your face. And if Michael Thomas someone, gets traded to Jacksonville to tomorrow, like that, if you're right, if Jacksonville, if Michael Thomas gets traded to Jacksonville tomorrow, I'm not feeling so good about Michael Thomas just because he's like, Oh, he's in a better, he's in, a, he's not unhappy anymore, but like now he's got a rookie QB, a shitty O line. doesn't have Sean Payton. Like, I love the idea and I love the pick. Like, this is where you take that risk. I'm just very curious to see if the risk pans out. Like, this isn't criticism of the pick. It's just me commenting on how interesting the situation is. Because I think it's a good pick.
2: Yeah, between this and Dak, we were all pretty conservative about players that were coming into the season um, as questionable and not, yeah. not willing to take risks on that. And I think that's interesting. Because I don't, I don't yeah. think that we've been that way before.
1: Yeah. All right. So we just went through everyone's drafts. Uh you probably all hate us now because we pretty much mostly criticized, but that's what we do here. <laughs> it's easier to criticize. In fairness, I think we criticized ourselves too. So
2: I, I hated my draft. I feel better. made a lot of mistakes. All right,
1: perfect. On that note, let's talk about our least favorite drafts. Let's go. Who are the teams that we think based off draft, obviously free agency, waivers, trades can change shit, injuries, but right now. Who are the teams you're picking to be competing for the punishment?
2: Competing for the punishment? Um, I think that Will is going to be in the conversation. Why? Why? I think that Devontae Adams is a great pick. I think that he should have waited on Kyle Pitts and not drafted a tight end that early, even if it is Kyle Pitts. And I, uh, with He's got Dobbins and he's got Aaron Rodgers, but other than that, I'm just not that excited about anyone else that he has gone past really the, the seventh round. Um I, I don't think his team has the depth to compete this year. Um who else did I not like?
0: Um <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I, I hate 30, I think
1: Chad Chad's gonna be competing for last place. For sure. Chad like
2: Chad is Cal State Camp Sacks.
1: Chad took Tyree Kill, who is 30 points or three points in the same way that Tyler Lockett is, who's also 30 points or three points. Uh, and then his second running back is not, is I mean, yes, he was startable last year, but I really just like the trend is going to change at some point. Like, it's just not, he's not going to be a startable running back every week, I don't think. Um, and then, you know, he took Matthew Stafford in the sixth round, like that's super early for a guy like Stafford. Um, yeah. And then every single pick after that, you're just kind of like, why? Like I, I, don't mind Philip Lindsay in the tenth round because he could very easily be the best running back in Houston. But you know, other than that, like Marvin Jones, why? Rob Gronkowski, why? You
2: could have had most of that. T. Y. Hilton, why? Like five or six Hilton, years ago, i have been really excited about it. Daryl
1: Williams, why? Like it, I just find myself asking Latavius Murray, why? Like I find myself asking why on a lot of these guys. So well, that's my I don't like
2: team gets thing. managed well, but I, I think that's I agree that. with you there. Who is your Who is your favorite? Who do you think is going to be at the top at the end?
1: Uh, I will give it to, I feel like I give it to Velani every year, but I'm going to give it to Velani again. Uh, what team was he? The football team. I mean, he's got Saquon and Miles Sanders. So he's got two RB ones or maybe fringe RB two, but two RB ones. He's got CD and AJ Brown who are two wide receiver ones. And if CD isn't a wide receiver one, it's probably because Amari Cooper, who's also on his team is, back as a wide receiver one lamar jackson who is a q who's a top five qb when he's you know clicking i feel like he's gonna go back to being running a little bit more this year i feel like even if he doesn't hit his full ceiling um he'll get there and then like yeah he took tj hawkinson a little early but if he's healthy like people like he's a lot of people's picks to break out and again with the the way tight ends were going he might have had to I also like Hunter Henry when Hunter Henry comes back healthy. Like the Patriots gave him a lot of money. Naeem Hines, like he's a decent plug in guy. Like he, he seems to always score like 10 points. He gets worse every week for sure. So, so, and I like Devontae Parker. I think people forget about Devontae Parker. I mean, he was, he was really good last year when Tua came in. So, and same with Mike Williams. Like I think people forget about Mike Williams because of Keenan Allen and because of injury. So, and, and again, Zach Moss. Also, I think I, I think the Buffalo situation is interesting, and I think Devin Singletary probably wins a job due to health. But if Zach Moss wins it, like that's a steal. So I really like Velani's team. Just it's you're going to look every week positionally, and he's just going to have an advantage pretty much every week, with the exception of tight end, which will obviously just be Dylan every week.
2: Um, I like Kevin's team. I think as, as competing this year. Even though I don't agree with McCaffrey as the first round pick, if if things don't pan out the way that I'm worried they will, obviously McCaffrey is is going to be one of the highest scoring players this year. He's got Mahomes on that team as well. We have not seen a team with, I don't know that we've seen a team with RB1 and QB1. Um, certainly not of that caliber. Miles um, Gaskin is a good one that um, I don't think he had on his team last year, but has really shown up. Uh, Kenny Galladay has been solid on that team for four years now. And even though he's got Daniel Jones thrown to him on the giants, I'm the, the guy still works. Um, I, I'm, I'm feeling really good about Kevin's team this year. Waited the appropriate amount of time to draft a tight end in the eighth round with Tyler Higby.
1: <laughs> Higby's heroes. Yeah. Uh, all right. How about who is your, who is the worst pick in the entire draft in your opinion? Like what one player was the absolute worst pick out of everybody.
2: Oh, one player worst out of everybody. I am torn. Uh, uh, uh. I think it's Nachi Harris. Wow! For strategy for the draft strategy. Oh, because it was, it because he's thinking, about, all
1: right, but that that's that like yes, that was a mistake. Is that we no, want? no? Because if he takes him one pick later, you're gonna you you're probably saying it's a good pick. Like yeah, that's only I'm, I'm talking about. like forget about all that. Forget about the the strategy.
2: Just why, Who, Cole like Beasley. like Cole Beasley? Then okay, there you go. I seriously think that Cole Beasley is going to get himself kicked out of the NFL. He is. When he is just.
1: Uh, the 10th round, I tenth think. Round. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of receivers I would rather have other than Cole Beasley. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's on a team where
2: Josh Allen's thrown to him. He's not even, the R- you know, he's not, not you know, I an RW1 really, unless it's on the Jets at that point in the draft, but um, he's playing wide receiver <laughs> three on that team, maybe. Um, and I, I, I truly, truly think that the man is so stubborn and stupid enough to not get himself vaccinated that he's going to get himself sick or kicked out and just not comply with policies. And this dude's not even going to play half the season. Yeah. Who's your least favorite I pick?
1: don't disagree. My least favorite pick goes for somebody. It's actually somebody who had one of the better drafts. But my least favorite pick, far and away, is Boston Scott in the 10th round. Because my guess is he was just like, oh, Boston Scott, I know that name. Boston Scott is probably the fourth running back on the Eagles now. Miles Sanders is clearly going to be as close to a three-down back as possible. Jordan Howard is his backup. And they drafted Kenny Gainwell in the third round. Kenny Gainwell, who, by the way, went in the 15th round, I think. 14th round. 14th round. Like, Boston Scott's not going to touch the field. So, like, there are so many players. Like, JD McKissick, I think, went two picks later. JD McKissick's the actual backup to Antonio Gibson, who, by the way, is his starting running back. So he probably should have taken his handcuff.
2: The handcuff at that point probably wouldn't have read the move, yeah.
1: And I might, I might be getting the order wrong. I don't know. It could be gone. It could have gone the other way. But still, like uh, there were, there were other players that he could have taken
0: that go forward, are probably going to
1: play. Even if you start going rookies, Tevin Coleman, I would rather have James White. I would rather have uh, Malcolm Brown. A, 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 I would rather have back on there. Right. I think Chuba might have still been on the board. Like I would rather have Chuba. I would rather have Kenny Gainwell. Like there are so many running backs, I would rather have taken, not to mention wide receivers. I just think that this is a sign that he picked somebody he knew, and that's it.
2: You have a favorite pick?
1: Not really. Um, I like the aggr. I mean, I have like most interesting. I like, like, I really like the aggressiveness of taking Pitts third because if that works out, we're saying Will's you know, a genius and I think Will's in playoff conversation just because of Kyle Pitts. Um Yeah, I don't know. I've not really. I and again in the same vein, like Michael Thomas could end up being the best pick in the draft far and away, but he could also just be an irrelevant pick. So no real major risk in the twelfth round. Um, I will say like me personally, biased wise, on the same team as my least favorite pick, like Henry Ruggs in the twelfth round, I think could potentially be like the steal of the draft. I fucking love Henry Ruggs. I think he's super talented and I think this is the year he breaks out. So
2: I I don't think that there's a lot of value in this pick today. And it's arguable that it it probably should have been a fifteenth or sixteenth. Um but I like Trey Lance. I like Trey Lance uh in the keeper you got format. Drafted? Yeah in the 13th round. And I think that that was too early, uh, but I him. think that that was a good pickup for one or even two years from now. If there's not a lot of other time to be kept on that team, I think that he's going to be starting for the Niners. Um,
1: yeah. He'll be starting, starting by season, the end of this year. year. He'll be starting by the end of this year for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a good pick. So I think there's that's a lot good, that's another of interesting upside one, in that one. For sure. Yeah. And with Kyler, like he, Ky- I think he can keep Kyler for one more year, maybe. Maybe not. I don't remember. Um, but with yeah. Kyler on the team, like he's going to have some serious trade value there yeah absolutely all right so that's our review of the draft another successful draft in the books more successful than this podcast which has been riddled with internet issues issues. yeah
2: yeah well my i don't know what's going on with my cords they just get like loose and fall out i have this like
1: i have this like internet extender thing and sometimes it just doesn't work Cause my internet, my, my router is up on the third floor and I'm in the basement. So without it, it wouldn't work. Some, most days it works perfect, but some
2: days I get that but, mesh network, man.
1: Yeah. I, I don't have that kind of money. Uh, yeah. So good luck to everybody. We'll be back, uh, I guess two weeks, right? You take the week off. Uh, uh yeah. weeks, two weeks, we'll, we'll two weeks will be right the, the week, week one, one preview. Yeah. Yep. Do the week one preview. Uh, good luck to everybody and peace out.
2: L.A. faced with the Oakland booty
1: I like big butts and I cannot lie You other brothers can't deny When a girl walks in with a wasting bitty waist And a round thing in
0: your face You get sprung
1: pretty picture my homeboys tried to warn me but that but you got makes me